0: But tonight we want to talk about we. And whether me and you like it or not, we need each other in here. Whether I think that I don't need you, I'm lying to myself. And, and you know, one thing I want to do, and I don't, but I'll do it anyway. This is something I want you to do. I want you to find someone in this room that you have no idea who they are, and I want you to ask them their name. And say, you know, find out what's, you know, what school they go to. I want you just to do that for me. Find someone in this room right now that you have no idea they're in, and find out something about them. <laughs> Starting now. The reason I thought about this whole series is for one reason, and the reason was it just I felt that God was telling me, talking to me, and saying, you know what? We need more unity in here. We need more unity as a youth group. We need to reach out more to the youth group. And we need to understand that when we do see new people come in, we want to welcome them. You know, we don't want to push people away. We don't want people to come to Ignition and say, man, I ain't going back there because them people don't like me and they're doing this thing and that thing. You know, they, they have their cliques and we don't want to be a part of that. And let me just say this before I go into that part of it. You know, we'll get it later on to that. But you know what? Everyone has a best friend. Everyone has a group of friends they hang out with. You know, it ain't no doubt about that. But we also got to understand that we do need other people in our lives as well. That we don't just stick to ourselves or stick to our group. Because that is what happens. And I know for some of you, you probably have felt that. And I want to apologize for that. You know, because we don't want this place to be that type of atmosphere. We want this place to be an inviting atmosphere where people want to come. So, tonight the first part of is called the others. And what I mean by that is just the other people that are around us and um, basically this is the concept we'll be going tonight in following christ there is one truth that most of us forget we were never meant to do this alone we need other people we get that when we feel lonely don't we but the reality is that there are times when the last thing we want is someone around how many of you ever been there where you just don't want no one around you just want to be by yourself yeah, great. whether it's our own grumpiness like me sometimes or because we just don't want to be hurt again but God made it in such a way that people fill a very specific need in our lives. And while God does supply all our needs, He created us to need other people as well. You know, and, and I want us to just think about this for a second. I want you to think about your, almost everyone has a Facebook, right? Facebook page, right? You know, everyone has Facebook? No. No? Okay, well, some of you may not be allowed on Facebook, you know, I apologize. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't funny, you know what, because I wish I never got involved in Facebook. Facebook is the very sin in the world. No, I'm joking. It could be though, could be. Facebook is good and bad. We hope that you you look at a initial page and you enjoy that, you know, that's a good page. No, other pages, you know, we don't want to. But anyway, anyway, the point I want to make is this. We could have so many Facebook friends. We could be at home. We could have as much Facebook friends as possible. We could be chatting with like five or six people at one time. And you know what? You could still feel lonely. Anyone ever been there? Like you've been home and you've been chatting to like five people on Facebook, but did you still feel lonely? No Anyone ever been there? No? Yeah, you do, right? You know why? Because you need physical people. We need physical people in our lives. We can't just sit on our phones, and as much as we might laugh about that whole um, stop liking man thing, you know, when um, the guys like right there, they talking to each other, yeah, man, hey, right there, you know. We laugh at that, but you know what? We do that. Some of you t- probably right now in the same room right now texting, like Nicholas Bourne? but tell him, shut up, Ma. you know. And that was, a, yeah, that was a joke, you know. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, that, that wasn't a joke. That for real, hey eh? Bourne? Eh? Anyway, um, but, you know, we, we sometimes have all of these friends on Facebook, all, all these things happening, but yet you still feel alone. And that's why we need people. We need physical people. You know, we have some people who... Um, I can't think of the word. What is a person a, her, a hermit? What do you call people who like lock on themselves? The whole hermit, you know? We have people who just lock themselves in the house and never come out. And we're gonna hear a story about someone like that later on. But you know, we need to recognize as we think of this whole thing of life, and we can bring up the next point. Is this? First of all, sometimes life seems a lot easier without people. Isn't that right? Ain't sometimes that life just feels easier when you ain't gotta deal with people? Sometimes, living without a relationship, relationship never feels right for long. You see, you may think sometimes that life is easier without people, but you're going to come to a time in life where you can say, living without a relationship never feels right for long. And we all long to belong. You know, we all long to belong in a, in a, in a group of friends or a group of people. And, you know, even for some of you, and us the older group of people in this room, you may be looking at number two and saying, "Living with our relationship never feels right for long," and you may be Give me an amen for that, because you want to find a special someone and you want to get married. You know, because I remember. Anyway, I won't go down that. I don't want to go down that line. You know, but I remember. Yeah, I'll tell you. You know, I'm embarrassed. My wife isn't there because my daughter isn't. Mercy isn't feeling good tonight. But um, anyway, I remember there was a time in my life where I just thought, you know what? I'll never. You know, I, I was just tired of being alone. And I mean, I had other people around me and all that, but I just wanted a special companion to spend the rest of my life with. And then the Lord brought Temps. And even though, for you all don't know, me and Thames grew up at Kingsway together, the best school on the island. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay, well, all right. <laughs> anyway, see that? Anyway. Um, or, and we also came to the same church. Yeah, I was like, y'all guys another school. but they only one good school, you know, only one anyway. Kings are all, right? Saints all the way, right? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Okay, we don't want to start a fight in there, because we don't make no jealous. But anyway, we came to the same church. We came to the same church. You know, we did all the things together. And you know what? It just came a time when it was right. When, when the Lord wanted us together, it was that time. And that's one thing we must not do. We must not try to... And if we look at song and song, we ain't going down that road. But anyway, you know, we must wait for that time for God to bring that special someone. Don't rush that time. But tonight we're not even talking about that. We're just talking about friendships. All right? (laughs) See, I went way over here. Woo! Okay? But anyway, we all long to belong. And we're going to read a passage of Scripture, and we're going to read about the people that started this from the beginning, Adam and Eve. But anyway, we're going to first look at one other point before we go on this way. I get the feeling this way, acknowledging the need for other people, for connecting with people in a deeper way, is normal. It is even healthy. God Himself made us that way intentionally. You see, we must recognize this. That God never intended us for just to keep to ourselves. That we just supposed to keep our because He has He has made us a body of Christ. We need each other. That's the body of Christ. We need the arm to work, we need a leg to work, we need everyone to work together. And that's what I said at the beginning. I want Ignition to be a group that works together to win people for Christ. I don't want us to hinder somebody. I don't want people to come and that door and say, you know what? I ain't going back there next week because, you know what? That people didn't even make me feel welcome. They hated me. You know, we don't want that. Okay? We want people to come here and feel love. You know, we want people to come here and say, you know what? They really, I really felt loved there. And you know, I know some of you, you know, you're thinking, well, boy, we needed this a long time ago. But the truth is, we need this all the time. We need a reminder. You know, we don't want, again, someone to come in here and say, I don't feel love. So we want, to first, we want to look at the passage of Scripture where it talks about, as we look at the beginning, Adam and Eve. And Genesis 2, 4 to 25, and we're going we're gonna to break this up. It goes, first of all, these are the generation of the heavens and the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth And the heavens. whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made to spring up every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of light was in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And I want to just stop there for a second. I want you to think about this whole picture. Here it is, the beginning of time. Creation has happened. Everything's being created, all the plants, everything else, and we can look at it and we see the animals. But there was one thing that was missing. What was that? No, well, first of all, Woman was missing after this, but first of all, there was something else. But after all the plants were grown, what, what did he need? He needed a man. Let me just say this: I'm not being sexist, but he needed a, he needed a person, a man, a man to man the field, a man to watch over thing, over everything. And I want to just stop here a second before we look in these other verses, because I wanted to think of Adam's life. Adam was created in God's image. Adam was without sin at this time. Perfect. Everything was good. I mean, he had the whole field. He could eat anything except one tree. You know, he had everything in life that me and you would think was the best life in the world. You know, he had everything. But yet, we're going to see he was missing something. He was missing someone. He was missing a helper. And that's like me and you. Like I said earlier, me and you could be, you know, some of you want to be alone. We want to be in our room locked up. We want to do our own thing. Some of us want to play video games for a couple days and then you get tired of it. But you know what? It comes a point in life where you just want to break out of that house. You know, I don't know about you, but I've been at a point where, I, I mean, I like, I like to be home sometimes. I like to be home by myself. I don't even want my, my daughter and my wife to be home. I don't want to be home. But you know what? It comes a point where that just gets tired. You know, you want noise. I, I I catch myself and I'm just throwing some stuff just to hear some noise just because I want to hear something How? because it's so boring. And that's how God's created us. God's created us to want to know other people. God's created us to long for father relationships. You see, we could only go so long without opening up ourselves to other people. We could only go so long where we could stay in our little circle without feeling... Alone. You know, I know of times in my life when I was in school where basically I was around a group of people. I mean, I was in a school with three, four hundred people, but yet I still felt alone. You ever been there? Yeah. You ever been there where you just feel like even though there's so many people around, you still feel alone? Yeah. yeah. It's because you're not you're not connecting yourself into the community. And that's where we're gonna continue. And it, and it goes in verse 10. A river flowed out of Eden to water the garden. And there divided, and it became four rivers. The name of the first was the Pishon or Pishon. It is the one that flowed around the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong, but and the goal of the, that land is good. And again, this is this is all the stuff basically that 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 he had that he had gold, he had all these things around. You know, everything was around. You know, all the perfect things that we could think of. Like again, like I said, he was living the perfect life. He, had to not, he didn't have to worry about nobody. He could do whatever he want. And I know there's times where you just feel like that. Where you just wish, you know what? I didn't have to worry about this thing. I could do whatever I want. That was his life. Adam was there. He had everything perfect. And you, you know what we don't understand about Adam, what we don't realize sometimes? How many of y'all like to work? Anyone like to work? I mean, except okay. But I mean, like all the time. You know, you would like to work all the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're a special character. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's Jody. Need to go, Jody. But you know what? Adam had. You know, even when he was working, he didn't get tired. He just he just having a good old time. It was just fun for him. As we see what sin did to that afterwards. Sin made work hard sin made work not sometimes a joy although I love what I do. Let me just say that. I love y'all. I love working with y'all. y'all are a joy so, but some people don't some people can't say uh some people can't say that. Some people just work to work because they ain't nothing else to do and they have to make a living but I love what I do. so I'm thankful for that. verse 13 the name of the second river is Jahan. I'm telling you, I, I don't know. Someone might wonder why these words in here are so hard. Why they just didn't make everything so easy. But you know what? That's just how it is. Jahan. It is the one that flowed around the whole land of Cush. And the name of the third river is Tigris or Tigris, which flows east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. I know that one. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden off Eden to work and keep it. And the Lord God commanded man, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree... Of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Then the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him help. And I want to start there for a second. Here it is. We don't have no picture. We don't have nothing at all to say, Adam asked for somebody. There's nothing in scripture to tell us that. Who does it say, saw fit? God. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. So in other words, God is saying, Look, I'm not just going to put someone in there who's going to get on his nerves. I'm going to put someone who's going to help him, who's going to fit there, who's going to help him and be there for him to encourage him. Go on verse 19. Now out of the ground the Lord God had formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called, every living creature, that was his name. So we see Adam had a great responsibility. Adam named every animal. It was like, okay, dog, cat, you know, hamster, all these things. Adam named them. The man gave names to all livestock and to the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper fit for him. Again, let me stop there. We like to say that um, dog is our best friend, a man's best friend. But let me just tell you something. You can't live with just a dog. You can't just live with a cat. You have to live with people. You know, we sometimes think that, you know, I, I know um, where I was before I came in in Spanish Wells. it was a place that we said went to the dogs. And the reason we said it went to the dogs was because everyone was getting a dog. And it wasn't just a regular dog. It had to be the in, inside dogs that was just like, they were treated better than humans. How many of you all know of a dog treated better than you? Everyone hand goes up in the room. You know, sometimes what we do, look at it. I was like, a two-hand, you know, raise the roof on that one. Okay, um, but, but we see here that basically cr- creatures, animals, could not fill the need for the man. There was no way that just a man, there's no way a, a dog or a cat could fill that need. He needed a helpmate. It goes on, so the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and while he slept took one of his ribs and closed up with the flesh. And the river that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man man said, This at last is my bone of bones and my flesh of my flesh. She She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife and they shall become one flesh. Now we could also draw something from this conclusion as well. That God created what for a man, woman to be married. It wasn't Adam and Steve. All right, this is a whole different lesson. It is a side, There's extra, extra notes here. Okay, it's not going to be on the test, but this is extra here. He created a woman to be married. It says that, that, that therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. You see, this was the life. They had the perfect life. They had the life that me and you would dream of. Again, Adam had it even before we would think of with Eve. We would think, man, I would love to just be by myself. But God said, you know what? No, no, that's not how you're designed. You're not designed to be alone. You're not designed just for yourself. You are designed for other people as well. And for me and you, again, sometimes we, we, we don't understand this because we want to just keep ourselves to our little group. We want to keep it to our little cliques instead of recognizing that, you know what, there are other people that I need to share myself with. God didn't just design me to be by myself or to be with just this group of people. And, you know, like I said, I, I want us to really recognize this and understand this whole concept. I want us to recognize, again, that God wants each one of us to, first of all, we need Him, number one. And then let me just get this very clear, because I don't want you all to go there and think, well, Nicholas, say, we don't need, no, you need God, number one. But we need other people. You know, again, as we come here to youth group, you know, there, there are times when you feel like, even though there's so many people there, you're all alone. I had a story to read, but I can't find it right now. But anyway, we'll go to this last last point. There's no other, as we saw, there's no other creature that could give Adam what he needed. After God had made each thing in the garden, he repeated over and over, it is good, it is good, it is good. But when he saw Adam's loneliness, when he saw the emptiness next to the man, God said, it is not good. The picture goes way beyond the purpose of marriage. Although that certainly has something to do with it. But God says to Adam, he needs a helper. Adam needs a friend, a partner, somebody to relate to, and to communicate with who gets him. According to Genesis chapter 2, Adam needed something more. And that was Eve. Again, we need people. So so the question for us tonight is this. How do we apply this? How do we apply it? And I want to just, first of all, this, this quote is from a guy named Christopher. And it, it, let me just rephrase, you know, paraphrase the story. Basically, this guy thought, you know what? I don't need people. He had a lot of money. He sold everything. And he decided he was just going to go to Alaska Woods and live there by himself. Well, anyway, after about, I think, like 37 days, he died. He went out by himself. Like, again, no one was there. Just him. After, like, 37 days, somebody went there, uh, a hunter went out there and found him dead. But what they found was, they found he had a little journal. And in this journal, basically, he, he said that he was feeling alone. He needed other people. That, and that's why what he was actually trying to do. He actually tried to leave and to try to go back to where he could find civilization. But there was something to do with the river that he couldn't cross. And so basically he died because he had no more food left. He had nothing left. And that's where this whole first point comes in. It says that an unshared happiness is not happiness. Happiness is only real when shared. Again, that's the whole point of needing other people. Because you know what? I can be super happy and super excited about something. But when I look around, no one's there. The happiness kind of goes away. Am I right? Don't, don't you want to share happiness with other people? Yeah. You know, we want to share happiness. We want to share even the times when we are sad. Again, number two is this, how we can apply this. Following Jesus Christ was never meant to be a completely personal, private relationship. You see, it wasn't just supposed to be, well, I accepted Christ as my Savior, and that's it. No. Because you know what? We need encouragement from other people. We need people we can talk to about things. And let me just say this. I've told you this already, but I want to tell you again. If you ever need to talk to me, to Tamson, she's not here, but to one of you leaders, that's what we're here for. We're here for that. You know, we want we want to to help you in any way we could. We don't just come here because all right, we just I mean we do love to come here. But we wanna we wanna be a part of your life. We wanna just not be the leader. We wanna be just like your friend. And the last point is we were created with a need for other people. So the question for us is, as we think of this whole thing, as we start this series of we, is this. How are you sharing yourself with others? Have you built a wall that basically you just close everyone else out? Or are you truly looking to be a part of a community that wants to bring other people in to help each other to grow? You see, the Christian life is a hard life to live. You know, and the only way that we could get through this is, first of all, with the help of God, but with each other. I know there's, there's many, been many times in my life when, you know, I just felt like giving up. I felt like, you know what, what what's the point? But God surrounded me with people in my life that I could talk to, that, that I could go to to help, and that would give me guidance. You know, and, and that's what I'm trying to say is that, yes, God is number one. We could go straight to God anytime but you also need to talk to other people. The worst thing in, at times is when you really are hurting, it's just to keep it inside. Because you know what's going to happen. You're going to get bitter. You're going to get angry. You're going to get upset. And then you know what's going to happen. You're going to want to beat someone up. And let me just, you know, in closing, I just want, and she's not here, and she could tell you this. Um, you know, I thank thank God for my wife. You know, again, just how, how uh, with Adam, you know, he created Eve, helper who was there. But I thank God, my wife, Could you want me to tell you something? There's been times when I've just basically let the pressures of life just come and overwhelm me. And she might just do one little thing, like one small thing, and I just, boom, lash out. her. You ever done that to somebody? You just like let it all build up, and all of a sudden you just, just lash out. And, and you know what? I have to always ask for forgiveness. Because it, it's not even meant towards my wife. But God has placed it in my life that, you know what? She knows. You know what? That's my wife. You know, she understands. Not that I do it all the time because it would be a big problem if I did it all the time. But there, like I said, there have been times where I've just lashed on. I've just really felt bad about it. And I've had to apologize and just... You know, because of our relationship, you know, we can forgive each other. We can help one another. But again, that's why we need to share with one another that we could get guidance and help from each other. And in our small groups tonight, um, you know, there's going to be some questions on here I want you to really think about and answer. Because, you know, I want us again to really think about where is Ignition going? What, what is our goal as a youth group? Is our goal just to come in and just hang with our group of friends that we see all the time? Or is it our goal to, to reach out? To see those in need and to invite other people there? You know, the worst thing I would want to hear is, I don't want to invite my friend to Ignition because no one's going to talk to them. I would hate to hear that. Because we want to be a place of love. And sometimes when we think of the church, that's what sometimes happens. It's not so lovely at times. And because we're human beings. So let's just um, close in prayer. And I'm going to ask Mitch if he could come and divide the small groups. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we recognize tonight that you have not made us for ourselves. First of all, you made us for you but you've also made us for each other. You made us the body of Christ that we would need each one, each other. And and Father, even, Father, as we think of our likes and dislikes, and sometimes what we do is we want to just hang with the people that like everything that I like. And there's nothing wrong with that, but we need to recognize that we need to open up ourselves to honor you. Help us to get to know people. Help us just to allow your spirit to work in our lives. Help us to just want to to get to know each other better. And I just pray that you continue to be with us. Pray that we go in small groups, that you challenge us, that you open up our hearts and minds. And even as we share, pray that you would just get all the honor and glory. We just thank you for all you've done. Amen. Amen.